0: Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk, at the, well, alias, the IDP of Cardi B. Oh my gosh, the Cardi B of IDP. A little dyslexic at times, my bad. Welcome into the show, the IDP Army podcast, where we're talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football, Week nine is in the books. We are going to be talking about what guys we are looking for on the waiver wire going into week 10 to help us win our matchups, to help us win our leagues. Um, We're going to break down some of the bigger performances of week nine as well. Hopefully you are still in the mix uh it's been a great season it was a it was a great week i thought it was a really fun week kind of turned the nfl on its head which is quite fitting because we're at the back nine as they say in golf so uh we're gonna go ahead and get you guys through that get you set up for the waivers get you going into week 10 let's go check the mic and make sure it sound right boys All right, so if you caught the intro, you hear me, you know, pretty much every other week I mess up the intro in some way or shape or form. Um, I ad lib the intro every week for better or worse. I used to write it down and script a little bit more about what I was doing, but it just got a little bit dry. So I just kind of ad lib it makes for some fun uh, content of me, you know, making mistakes as we're all apt to do in life. So, uh, but yeah, week week nine was crazy in IDP fantasy football. We had a lot of big games. Um, Xavier McKinney, just right off the bat, wanted to give him a shout out Two interceptions, a pick six, to Derek Carr, uh, Denzel Ward had a pick six in that game against the Browns. Was good week for defensive backs. Uh, Buda Baker got his def- uh, pick. He doesn't have many of those in his career, got a second one for the year, I believe. Um, Just a good all around day for IDP fantasy football. Um, You know, going into the day, Miles Garrett was able to go ahead and get another sack and a half. So he's up to 12 on the year. Uh, Things are just trending really good on defense. I know a lot of people were kind of complaining about certain games yesterday, but from an IDP point of view, I mean, we had a lot of really, really fun games. Um, Didn't really lose a whole lot of guys to injury or anything like that this week that I can really, really think of. Um, You know, we did have the Christian Kirksey thing go in. So we will talk about the Houston linebackers. I think you're going to find a lot of value there on the waiver wire going down the stretch here. Von Miller was, again, a healthy scratch, which is kind of weird. Healthy. That's that's the thing with the whole Von Miller trade, which bothered me, was his health, you know. And now they're saying he's not going to play this week. He might not play next week. I just I think that's going to end up looking very weird when we look back at it in the future. And then on top of it, the Rams went out and got spanked yesterday spanked by the Tennessee Titans. Love to see it. Um, They're, they're, they get, they, they're just, nah, I'll save it. Y'all follow me on Twitter. You know, I show my ass. Um Deshaun Elliott though, this was kind of a big one. One of the bigger injuries of the week. You know, he's been kind of on and off hurt this season. Uh Looks like he has a torn pec slash bicep. He's going to be out for the rest of the season. That sucks. He's been playing really, really well. He's been doing a lot of good things. Friday P looks like we're not going to have him the rest of the year. Um, So we'll just have to kind of go ahead and adapt and move on from that. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and jump into, well, okay, before we do that, I'm going to, you know, plug a few things. First and foremost, thanks for being here. If it's your first time at the show or listening to the show, finding us on the YouTube channel, smash the subscribe, smash the thumbs up. We would super appreciate that. Stick around. We have a fun community here. Uh, Second, if you guys want to check out the Patreon, go check that out. The Discord's getting bigger and bigger all the time. Um, It's really kind of crazy the community we're growing over there had, Phone call with some guys earlier today. We're bringing more people in to do more content. Uh, Things things are growing out. So we're really excited about what we're going to offer fantasy football community next year. So building some things out there. If you guys don't play underdog fantasy, you need to be doing that. I actually have my best week of underdog fantasy this week. I'm really hoping the back half this season is just like super great for all of us, myself included, obviously. And started out this week winning some money on underdog. Uh, Use the link down below in the description of this, or if you're on the podcast, you can use the link there. They have a bonus match sign up right now for 100. You can match up to 100 bucks. They'll give you 100 bucks free uh, on there for first time depositors. Go do that. Play with me this week, which brings me to the underdogs. That is our kind of our offensive show, our DFS style show for fantasy. You know, obviously, my heart and soul is in IDP. I play all fantasy football. I love offense just as much as defense. Um, So, underdog is kind of my place where I do daily do a show with my, my buddy Dave Kluge that is on this channel and has a podcast feed as well. That is Wednesdays. We preview the upcoming slate for the week. We do a head-to-head draft. That's really fun. And this week, we're actually going to open it up. So we're going to be drafting with members of the audience, members of people on Twitter, just kind of around. If you want to get in on that, click the link below. Get it to make sure you are signed up for Underdog and follow on Twitter at 50 the Drunk. You'll see that link pop up in a day or two. Okay, there's all the housekeeping. There's a little boring stuff. Let's jump into what we love, IDP Fantasy Football um let's see here get this to go away all right so it was kind of a crazy week let's start with the defensive line Jeffrey Simmons came through last night you know he was he's a guy that's been getting a lot of run last couple of years for that defensive tackle uh position massive game last night three sacks 37 points um pretty much took over that game Matthew Stafford really didn't have a didn't have a chance in hell last night, if we're being honest. And, you know, this this line's been quietly pretty good. Harold Landry, you guys know I love him. I talk about him a lot. Um, but you can see here, you know, he's had a really high snap count. Love to see that. Tackle floor is intact. His lowest tackle game is one. That's a very low game. Not very often is that happening. And then he has blow-up game potential. Um, but the, the players, the guys I really want to touch on, some of these guys you probably didn't start, like Cooper here, but um, Yannick Gakwe. Had his second two-sack game of the season. This is the third game of his last four he's played. He's gone over 20 points. uh, Really coming through for fantasy managers this year. Um, Right now sitting at six sacks on the season. Tackle number, again, not something we're ever really impressed with with Yannick, but he's making up for it by actually getting home this season. Lots of pressures, too. One of the pressure leaders in the league uh having a great season sheldon richardson was good to see him kind of come to life marcus davenport i quickly want to bring him up you know he's missed a lot of the season due to injury as you can see here um, on the screen snaps super low early in the season miss 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 came back got eased back in playing around 40 snaps last three weeks production has gone up every single week so he's probably on some waiver wires out there so he might be a guy if you're looking for some dl help down the stretch um Mark Stavenport is a guy that I'm going to encourage you to go get. He does have a chance to play Ryan Tannehill. Then he gets to play Philly, Buffalo, Dallas, New York, Jets, Tampa Bay. Not necessarily a great stretch of games, but that Tennessee matchup, that Philadelphia matchup, you like to see those. Um, The Jets matchup coming down the stretch there in the postseason, you like to see that. So Mark Stavenport – Did have a good game yesterday, 22 points for your defensive line. He's not officially on my little graphic I have for this week as far as guys that I was going to tell you to target for uh, DL are on uh, the waiver wire, but I do want to bring him up because he probably is out there. Um, Chris Hubbard had a good game. You know, Sam Hubbard, my bad, Sam Hubbard. uh, Miles Garrett had an okay game. Aaron Donald had an okay game near the end of the game. He did finally get his sack. A lot of your usual suspects at the defensive line. Let's go ahead and jump over linebacker. We had a massive linebacker games this week highlighted by Micah Parsons, two and a half sacks, 10 tackles, three quarterback hits was not enough for them to win this game. But I mean, look at the, the numbers Micah Parsons has been putting up here since week, week three, 16, 16, 17, nine by week 30, 42. He's put up 72 points over the last two weeks, 21 tackles, um, He's blowing up. I mean, he's looks like he's going to run away with rookie defensive player of the year, and um, I mean, he he's looking like he's on the trajectory to be a linebacker one at the end of the season. Uh, what's he got so far? Five sacks on the year. Well, looks like he's trending for well over a hundred tackles. Um, and his bye week is done, so plug and play him every week as a starting linebacker one going forward. Micah Micah Parsons is really doing everything that we wanted him to do. I was a little hesitant coming into the year because they'd have so many linebackers and all that. But as was every year, you know, things change, things shift, uh situation shift. Micah Parsons 42 IDP one, two, three standard points um, massive game. Okay. We had the Josh Allen bowl versus the Josh Allen bowl and it did not let you down. Josh Allen won. One of the Josh Allen's did come away with the win. It was the Josh Allen down in Jacksonville. He had a sack and interception. A fumble reco- force, a fumble recovery, eight tackles. I mean, it was a massive game for Josh Allen, who is coming off of a, another massive game last week against Seattle. He had a massive game: six tackles, two sacks. Um, over his last five, four games, twenty points, fifteen points, thirty-three points, thirty-nine points. Okay, Josh Allen had a slump of a year last year, but this year for the defensive line position, not only is he getting home with big with with the big plays. Listen to these tackle numbers from the edge here for, since week five, seven, seven, six, and eight. You'd be happy with those numbers from a flex linebacker, just as far as the floor is concerned. You're getting them from a player who is rushing the passer, who does offer pass deflection equity, who does offer tackle for loss equity. In his rookie season, was one of the league's highest tackle for loss players. We had 14 or 15 that year, which was good for top 20 Um Marcus Golden. okay. if you've been watching the waiver wire show the last few weeks, you know about Marcus Golden, told you to pick him up probably about three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Since then, he has uh, his big pop game was was a week six. He had two sacks in two sacks against Houston in week seven, quiet game week eight. And then he had a three sack game this last week. So Marcus Golden um, in the ultimate IDP index coming into the year, you know, he was kind of unsigned until towards the end. He was really low. I was going through today, making some updates. He definitely got pushed up a bit because he's producing. You know, it's funny. Two years ago, he was a top defensive line player, perfect zero DL target. Coming off the low end year last year, I think a lot of people let him slip through the cracks. If by some random chance he is still on your waiver wire, go pick him up. Um, he is on the list of the graphic that I had, but hopefully you already picked him up a couple of weeks ago. And you have been playing and cashing in on these games. Um, I kind of probably shouldn't have talked about those two guys actually now that I'm looking because here on Sleeper, there's DL and linebacker eligible. Uh, But your other traditional linebackers who did really well this week, Anthony Walker had a great game, has sacked 14 tackles. He's been having an awesome year. Um, One of my favorite players coming into the season, Bobby Obrecki, another player that I was really big on coming into the year. Interception 11 tackles currently has more tackles than Darius Leonard, and I think he might even be outscoring Darius Leonard in IDP. Actually, no, he's not because Darius Leonard has like a million impact plays. Um, Eric Kendricks, some of the usual suspects. Um, Jeremy Chen finally showed up, had a big game for people. I hope you were still playing him. I know I was still playing him. Um, so overall, your linebackers came through for you pretty well here. I mean, you guys can hop on. Your uh, you know, and see what your scoring system was each week. It's on Sleeper. You, you're on the desktop. You can go to the scores tab. It'll tell you top thirty guys each position. If you're not, then you can go into it off of your your mobile app or whatever. So let's scroll up here. We had some big defensive back weeks too. Uh, shout out to uh, Xavier McKinney, the god man. He had an awesome game yesterday. Two interceptions, two pass deflections. Took one to the house for a uh, pick six, gets Derek Carr. Um, you know, if you get interception, return yards, which you probably do in your league. Had a much bigger game than 35 points he's showing here. Uh, Troy Hill finally showed up this year. Hasn't really done a whole, whole lot this season. Um, steady production, but this was his first real pop game. Has had a couple of actually kind of low-end games the last two weeks. Leading up to that, um, J.C. Jackson, uh, if you guys know Billy from the OP pod, he's been talking about J.C. Jackson for a while. He had two interceptions yesterday, and overall has just been having a great season. Going back to week four, 13, 12, 21, 16, 9, and 27 points. Um, you know, and that's at the cornerback position, that slot cornerback position. So he's been been really productive. Ashton Davis came through with a massive game today. He will come up again in the, the waiver wire segment here in just a couple of minutes when we get there. Uh, Marcus May has missed some time; was missing time with a torn Achilles, so he's going to be out. Ashton Davis has two, you know, ten plus tackle games the last three weeks. Um, I expect more down the stretch, and his bye week is done. So, if he's still on the waiver wire, he, he's definitely somebody you should be targeting this week. So, let's go ahead. See, I got a couple of questions in here. Yeah, Billy saying that JC Jackson. We we know Billy. I gave you your credit. You only show up right around now. Hey, this is actually cool. This new little layout that I got going here. Um, hey man, I need help. This is coming in. Quick question here on the YouTube stream. Uh, I need eight points. Should I start Montgomery or Herbert? Oh dang, that's the running back. Ooh boy. <sighs> My guy, I don't know. What's what's the crowd think out here? I know there's a few people watching the stream. What do you all think? I would probably go Herbert, but I would go Herbert and expect to lose. No matter who I play, I'm expecting to lose here, Michael. I'm just going to be completely frank with you. Down eight. This is the classic fantasy football. You can't get it right situation. Uh, yeah, sometimes that's the nature of the game. All right, so. Let's go ahead and talk about my waiver wire targets this week. And then I'll open it up to any more questions you all have in the chat. Um, I know there's a few of you still out there watching. Appreciate you being here. Uh, like I said, Danico Autry came through with a big week. He's kind of a boom bust guy, but he has been reasonably uh, a, a serviceable in IDP. So if he's out there, you know, I know we've had a lot of kind of up and down DL players. We've lost to Neil Hunter um, right now. I know Brian Burns has an ankle in- injury. He's kind of worried about. So you might be looking. It would be prudent to have a Denico Audrey type player available to you on your bench. So if these out there, don't let them sit out there too, too long. Um, Philadelphia linebacker situation is evolving. TJ Edwards is getting a lot of snaps. You're going to be looking to him uh, to fill in for you. If you are losing Alex Singleton snaps, Eric Wilson obviously has moved on to Houston where all linebackers seem to go once they get cut fully expect Jalen Smith to show up there any minute. Um, Speaking of Houston linebackers, Neville Hewitt was a top 30 linebacker this week. Um, he, he didn't get a whole lot of snaps, but we've seen Neville Hewitt kind of be a waiver wire hero a couple of seasons in a row now for fantasy football. Um, Christian Kirksey has the, the broken thumb. So the 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 road for Neville Hewitt to continue to play and continue to be productive is definitely paved and ready for him to, to, to continue to be on. Houston has a bye week, I think, this week. So maybe in that. Sort of, you know, vein of things you can push it a week later, but uh, keep an eye on on this Houston linebacker core. David Long, i probably I've gotten a little flack because I haven't brought him up on the channel. Probably should have brought him up sooner, but he's been having a really great uh, year, serv- role, servicing in for um, Jayon Brown. Rashawn Evans is now out as well. So I forget who the other new linebacker was they had playing last night, but essentially both the linebackers who are playing for Tennessee right now. Are, are, are really good. You know, Rashawn Evans and John Brown, we have a track record of them being perfectly serviceable, startable players every week. Same thing with both these guys coming into that role. Jonathan Greenard, go back to the channel. Last couple of weeks, we've talked him up. Aziz Ojolari, talked him up a little bit. Ashton Davis, again. Just want to know, you know, these are names that should not necessarily just be floating around on your waiver, especially if you're in a league that has you know, six, seven, eight IDPs. All these guys need to be at this point rostered, or at least be on your watch list. If your team is so stacked that you can't put one of them on there, I understand that, but uh, be, be aware. Um, Sean Chandler, Jermaine Carter, Marcus Golden, all of these guys have been on this list the last couple of weeks. Camu Grugier-Hill, another linebacker for Houston, again filling in for you know the situation where Zach Cunningham no longer seems to be a viable starter for any reason. And we have Christian Kirksey, who's been very good, injured. Josh Bynes, I really wanted to bring him up. Uh, They've been playing a lot of Josh Bynes with the Ravens. Uh, He seems to be the linebacker that they trust and seems to be actually making the plays that are there to be made in the most simple fashion, I guess the way to put it. Maybe he's not the splashy guy, but he's able to make a tackle. So Josh Bynes has been getting a lot more playing time the last couple of weeks. He's definitely somebody you should be putting onto the back end of your bench. Um, I know we have kind of gone through bipocalypse or whatever they call it, but you never know when you're going to lose a guy. You never know when somebody's going to get COVID. So if a guy like this is out there, again, if you're in an IDP league that manages, you know, seven, eight, nine players that are starting, you're going to want to keep these guys' names um, and probably, you know, in the back of your head. Javon Holland brought him up several times the past few weeks as well. He's basically become a full-time starter for Miami. I moved him up a couple of tiers in the index this week. So, yeah, that is kind of the guys I'm targeting on the waiver wires this week. Obviously, you know, your team and your league is all going to be different. Um, Hit me up in the comments if you guys have any questions about any other players maybe that I missed, um, any questions or comments about anything at all. Got a few questions here. I'm going to go ahead and answer these in the chat for you guys. So, Jonathan says, hard to say. We won't know how healthy Monty is. Yeah, this is referring back to the question about Herbert or Montgomery. Um, That's a toss-up. I do think Monty takes over after the bye. Yeah, I think the prudent decision would be Khalil Herbert. Uh, Monty, he could touch the ball five times. That would be prudent. Oh, Billy out here rolling the dice look like long got hurt last night. Yeah. Um, Kevin Byron quickly. And I mean, he's just blowing people's faces off. Um, and in the index I've kind of, I kind of shaded him. He's never really been a safety I've liked. I couldn't tell you why that is. I've just never had an affinity for him, but me and the way he took over that game last night, I mean, in the way he's kind of been playing this season, it's I'm, I'm very into Kevin Byron right now. Um, I don't know how I got there from long except the Tennessee thing, but this Tennessee defense is not as bad as the mainstream media would have you believe. Just like the Eagles are not as good as the mainstream media would have you believe, or the Steelers are as bad as the mainstream media would have you believe. So if you watch the games, you know, there's some playmakers on on that team. <clears throat> yeah. Jayon did just come off of IR. I saw this last week. I mean, I hate to be that guy, but I fully expect him to be right back on it and, two or three weeks. So, I mean, I've just done the song and dance with Jay, Jay on the last couple of years. Um, it's just kind of where I'm at with him. So, yeah, if you guys have any more questions, get them in there right now. I'm just going to kind of go on a little short little rant about some stuff we got going on. Obviously the, uh, the OP pod offensive points is awesome. Um, uh, make sure you are watching their playlist on the channel, the underdogs, uh, make sure you are following and subscribe to that playlist on the channel. Um, The off season's coming up quick. I mean, we got only a few more weeks of the season. So the ultimate IDP index, um, you know, like I said, I've been working on the back end on bringing in a Devi index and a dynasty index to marry together into one giant fantasy football index, I guess. Um, so you guys can, will get my thoughts and takes and my teams. I'm currently trying to put, build out a team right now. So it's not just completely me, you know, in my insanity. Um, and curate the best you know piece of information sort of the best product the best resource for dynasty information so that is in the works the the devy part is already kind of built out the dynasty parts already kind of built out i'm just kind of waiting to for this season to end um, so i can curate it all together and make sure you know i might have a couple of back-end testers from some of my index people who are in the patreon get some feedback before we release it but we're gonna go full bore around here next year. You know, I obviously, we'll still focus on my IDP stuff, but there's a lot of there's a lot of fantasy football avenues and games out there and platforms, and I want to win them all. You know, I want to be a legend in every platform, on every on every way you can play the game. I want to be good at it. I want to study it and learn from it. So we're gonna offer our patreons, our channel, our people that are here with us. We're gonna offer them that opportunity too. You know. So it's it's uh it's a blessing to get to do this, you know, as a, a side hustle, is kind of what I call it. Obviously in the future I would love for this to be the main hustle, you know, the the main the main thing. So we'll see how it goes. Um but I really do appreciate everybody who has supported the channel, who has thrown us a like, a comment, a subscribe, who does join us on Sundays for the live stream in the last 3 years. Um, it's been really fun to grow out this community. I super appreciate everyone on the Patreon. You know, when I built the index, honestly, when I built the index, I remember I spent months on it. and I was like, I I wonder if five, 10 people even care about this, you know, because, I mean, that's kind of the risk you take when you do something like that. Um, Getting a question here about Ernest Johnson, but quick, I just want to say, you know, I built it out. And when I put it out there in the world, a lot of people, a lot more people were interested than I thought. So that was really encouraging. And I just want to grind through this season, help y'all get those wins. And next year, just continue to build on, you know, some of the successes, failures, and feedback that we've gotten from that. So got a question here from Fernando. He says, is LB Ernest Jones for week 10 good or no? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely in play now. The Rams linebackers, there's always somebody on the Rams as far as a linebacker. Who eats? Yeah. Um, and Jones, you know, it seems like they have – they've basically cut everybody else, moved everybody else on, traded all these other assets. Yeah, it's it's going to be Jones probably the rest of the way unless he gets hurt. Looking for a big night from your boy Minka. You know, I would love a Minka, you know, two-pick game, and there isn't a better quarterback in the NFL to throw two picks against the Steelers than Justin Fields. So, hopes, thoughts, and prayers that Minka gets a pick tonight. Let's do it. I'm with you, Rue. All right, Nino by buy DL next week, Marcus Davenport or Danico Autry? Uh, okay, so we were just pulled – I just had this pulled up earlier. Um, who? I'm going to look real quick at who Davenport plays next week. I thought it was a pretty good matchup. Yeah, he gets Tennessee next week. That's a great – I mean, it's almost a guaranteed sack for somebody. And since Cameron Jordan is about as far as they come from automatic anymore, Sorry, my guy. Yeah, Danico Autry does get New Orleans. Now, the, the 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 inverse of that is he gets Trevor Simeon in New Orleans. So maybe this offensive line thing and veteran quarterback, all the things that kind of protect New Orleans from, a you know, our offensive line is good standpoint. A lot of those things that happen behind the line aren't going to be there. So Nico Autry isn't a bad play either. Um, You know, I'm probably going to go Autry because I like the – the the, the, the the boom, you know, the boom factor there of a guy who does get to play. I'm assuming it's Trevor Simeon. We don't know who he's actually going to get to play next week, but I'm assuming it's Trevor Simeon. The tough part is my guy is that's the same match, the same match. So if one of them goes off and it's not the one you started, that's going to be like super dagger to the heart. So. All right. Jonathan says thoughts on Ernest Jones snaps last night think it has to do with the illness that kept him out of practice on Friday. Do you think the amount of snaps he gets going to fluctuate? Yeah, I mean, let me double check what his actual snaps were. I knew he was a little bit injured. I don't even have to look at this. They want him to be the guy. Again, everything that they've done, all the moves that they have made as far as drafting him, as far as cutting other guys, as far as giving him playing time, yeah, I think the illness or whatever that was was part of it. I think this game also just got out of hand. I think Sean McVay was just kind of in over his head kind of early. Um, so, I mean, it's like one of those things where things just didn't go right. Nothing was going right. You know, I think I think he's going to be in a good bounce back spot um, when they come back out. Uh, yeah, Ernest Jones. I don't have any Ernest Jones. I think I have him on a couple of taxi squads, so um all right do me a favor thumbs up this video if you're watching it like and subscribe if you are watching it as well if you're listening to the podcast do me a favor go down there's a bunch of links down there make sure you're subscribed to all of our other shows make sure you are subscribed to the youtube channel um go check out the website if you want to check out my rankings they are not updated for this week yet but they'll be up soon um yeah anything else questions comments smart ass remarks from anybody out there in the comments um, we did have someone win one of the hoodies yesterday, uh, limited edition hoodies. So I got to actually go make sure I get that sent out today. Actually, I'm going to do that as soon as I get off of here. Yeah. All right. I appreciate y'all, IDP Army. Y'all be quiet as church mice out here. So I'm going to go ahead and bid you adieu. Um, I'll be back in a couple of days. I will get the IDP ranking show up early this week. It will be on Friday or Saturday. I'll get my shit together. I promise. Um, let's keep rocking and rolling. So. Catch you later. Oh. Oh. Let the rain get the sand. Build a house on a rock. got a plan. Oh. Gotta get stacks, keep them bands. Hear the clock tick, blades on a fan. Oh. It to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Oh. Cause you're switching it up and you living it up. You ain't get it enough.